Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to The Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of thesaintsnation.com, Kevin Held of Hakeem Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Besides the Saints winning, the most important thing to us is making the jokes. I think I might have IBS. <laughs> <laughs> there were fewer stories for me to write about teams behind the scenes. Now with Rob Ryan, that potential has returned because he's essentially Jeremy Shockey at 50. It's really George Costanza-ish. Oh, it is. I'm surprised they didn't say he had a house in the Hamptons. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbro. All right, Dave. What needs to happen so the Saints can have three healthy, competent linebackers? Because we are in year two of the linebacker curse. Uh, we've They've lost Victor Butler. They lost Chamberlain last year, and now they've lost Martez Wilson. Uh, so what has to happen for the Saints to have three healthy linebackers come the September for when they play Atlanta? Uh, they need to bring back Scott Shanley. Uh, you know, he, he dude, dude never got injured. He like a rock not. he was. Like a fucking rock Shanley was. Uh, I, no, seriously, though, I, I would say they're one more injury away from calling Shanley up and being like, uh, we need you down here, buddy. Uh <clears throat> No, what what needs to happen? I I don't know. They need to like, you know, do some voodoo or something like that. Uh, it does seem it does seem like they're cursed in a way uh, at the linebacker position. But uh, and I mean, really, they they need more than three healthy linebackers. They need four at least. Uh, I think they'll be fine. I mean, the good news is they were. I say deep, but I don't mean deep necessarily with talent, but I mean, they've just got a crap load of linebackers on the roster. And I mean, I would say, fortunately, uh, the young guys that are stepping up, they seem to be really taking advantage. Guys like Eric Martin and uh, uh, Rufus Johnson, that kind of stuff. So uh, and obviously I'm upset. I'm, I'm very upset about Victor Butler. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, Martez Wilson is supposed to be back by the big by the beginning of the season, uh, which still sucks because he definitely needs to be taking reps during training camp. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I'm fairly optimistic. I think uh, everything will be okay. The bright side is we get to see these young guys, and it seems like the young guys are are really picking up the slack and doing well. So uh, I'm not going to be. I'm I'm not too freaked out yet. Just yet. All right, Kevin. Explain to the people why you. For some reason, can't get on Skype and work the app, so you sound like you're in a tunnel, but we sound crystal clear and like we're at a table together. Um, Pathetic. Ex- explain that. First of all, explain that, and then explain, and then podcast answer this killer. question. Of all the Saints players, 
I think Martez Wilson is probably the player at the top of the list that I would be like, that dude needs reps. So he's kind of going to be worthless the first month of the year, isn't he, if he plays at all? <laughs> I feel like I'm on a New York City subway bus. We can get a uh, we can get uh, Rufus Johnson bitches updates. We can be from uh, from from uh, from Mr. Uh, Mr. Canvas Connection himself and uh, and and our cub reporter uh, Dave Junior. Hardy har har. It is. It is. It is. I can't believe I made it out to two days straight of training camp. That's no. two days more than I went last year. Yeah, that's solid. So. <laughs> Andrew, you broke down the linebacker situation as brilliantly as you always do. And basically, at the end, you were like, they can't have any more injuries. Um, but sort of, where are they going to be? Except if, if, Let's say they don't have any more injuries. Let's hope to God they don't. Where are they going to be in September against Atlanta, do you think, at linebacker, uh, <laughs> when it all sorts itself out, if they don't have any more injuries? I mean... Look, I'm not a doomsday type guy. I'm usually a glass half full, and, and I'm all about remaining optimistic until we actually see some regular season games and we see these guys perform. So I'll take the wait and see approach like Dave, but if I'm being honest about how I feel, um, I mean, the, the, the prettiest way I can put it is that I'm obsessively nervous and basically shitting myself over the linebacking core that the Saints are putting out there. And the reason the reason for it, I mean, if you look at the starters, somebody, some guy on Twitter who, who's actually a fun follow, OK underscore awesome. I have no idea who this guy is, but I follow him, and he's pretty funny. But he came up with a good stat today, which is which was that uh, the, the more blitzing of the two linebackers in the Dallas Cowboys system under Ryan uh, – was dropped in coverage 8% of the time. So that, I guess that would be the Will Smith version, uh, was dropped in the coverage 8% of the time, and he was saying, I hope that's not too much. And I was thinking to myself, well, shit, 1% coverage is too much for Will Smith. And by comparison, he said that t- the other linebacker was 20% dropped in coverage, and that's Junior Gallette. So that 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 statistic alone and – taking into account who those two players are and what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are. Um, the scheme alone basically makes me want to shit myself. <laughs> and, and now you're, you're adding that to that Victor Butler being out for the year, most likely. And then on top of that, Martez Wilson, who's a guy that I actually think could cover. Um, he's now, like you said, I mean, he's probably going to be useless for the first month of the season. Um, as he tries to catch up. So I don't even feel good about the starters. And as much as we all get excited about undrafted rookies during training camp and 
as much as we want to blow our load over a guy like Tyron Walker, who who made the 53-man roster last year, the reality is when the regular season starts, these guys don't see the field. They don't play um, unless, unless there's a serious injury. So, And, I mean, even guys that have made it as undrafted rookies like Jolon Dunbar, Jonathan Casillas, you see some nice things from them in year one, but they're not starters. They're not making a major impact. These guys aren't either. Rufus Johnson isn't going to come in and be a 10-sack guy for the Saints overnight. So, um, you know, there's, yeah, so if there's one position I'm, I'm extremely worried about, it, it's linebacker. I'm not sold on the starters. <laughs> I'm not sold on Vilma, you know, in a 3-4 being a solid. He's healthy, though, player. Andrew. Haven't you read all the glowing reports about him? I read like four of them. He's healthy. He's feeling great. He wasn't good in the three four in his prime, which is why he got traded in the first place to the Saints. So, um, anyway, like I said, I'll, I'll take the wait and see approach. But if there's one position I got to pick that I'm highly uncomfortable with, it's a linebacker. And the two outside linebackers that could actually drop into coverage in Victor Butler and Martez Wilson are now hurt. So that makes it even worse. But Victor Martez Wilson, Kevin. I wouldn't I hate to say he's the dumbest player on the Saints team, he but is. as a guy, he is. But as a guy, Kevin, who he got a lot of dumbest a, player on the Saints, he, please just say it. He got a lot of reps, and he can. Of all the dumb players they had, he played the most. It seemed like. I just don't see a guy with him who struggles to stay on sides. For Christ's sake, being able to pick up Rob Ryan's complicated scheme and contribute before. Mid-season is that be is that is that being too negative? Like people have already started to email me. Well, well, I mean, compared to what Juge has already dropped on us, I mean, Juge is <laughs> Juge is taking the wait and see approach, but he shit his pants anyway. So, so, so your brand, so, so your special brand of negativity is shit uh, tolerable. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, hey, I don't know Martez Wilson. I've never hung out with the man. I don't even know anybody that knows him. So if he's dumb as a bag of hammers, okay. I I, 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 I don't know. I mean, shit. If, if he's out there and if there's a linebacker who's smarter than him, and it probably is Vilma, if Vilma just has to tell him, you're blitzing on this one, or you're not blitzing on this one, uh, okay, fine. I, I, I mean... I'm nervous. I'm not pants-shittingly nervous about the linebackers. I just, I got to see, I, I, I want to see something. I want to see something in the preseason that'll make me slightly optimistic or feel better. I mean, maybe not Wang-level optimism, but just where I won't go, okay, all right, we can we can hold on, we can hold on, we can, you know, this this may work, I don't know. It was work. good to I mean, see Wang back. It was good to see Wang have a Wang quality post this week, and not that bullshit. It's over. The sky is falling. Rain cloud thing that he posted last week. It was great to have Wang back in his full glory, and it made me realize that it's officially football season. Welcome back, Wang. Yeah, but sorry to interrupt you, Kevin. No, that's okay. That's okay. You know, when you week, see huh? Wang, it's not. When you see Wang, it's either time for uh, football season or it's time for the New York mayor's race. <laughs> Topical humor. It is, um, and we may get to that. Uh, Dave, um, yes. 
That's you me. won. You won Twitter the other day with your comment about your son um, at training camp, uh, and it got me oh. to thinking. Twitter makes almost everything in life just a little bit better, but Twitter is really one of those things that it really has fundamentally changed how fans are involved and how much information we get from training camp. It used to be, oh, you know, even a couple of years ago, oh, we had to wait for the recap at Canal Street Chronicles. If you had somebody out there, they could take photos, and you'd get more information that way. But fuck. Now it's like, oh, the Saints are practicing it ain't more. i got to get on Twitter. i got to see what's going on. It, it has made the training camp experience that much better. Yes. Okay, so is there a question? <laughs> well, the, the question is, <laughs> I, I guess the sort of question is, are we obsessing even more about training camp? Where it used to be, ah, they had a bit. Now it's like the Saints have three or four bad plays in a row, and I see sort of Twitter start to melt down. Uh, well, no. no. So, for, I, go ahead, Dave. Are you there? Did we, did we lose? Dave? I think we might have lost him. I think we are might. You, have, are, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Are, are you are you trying to tell me that the awesome technological advancement known as Skype might have <laughs> dropped a call? And, 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 that, and that you might have to deal, you might have to deal with me on the drive on the drive-through speaker and my crap technology. Unbelievable, unbelievable. We may have to just arrange some aluminum cans and string here. Dave, are you back? I don't think Dave's back. Should we just do a Uh-oh. podcast by Morse code? We should. You know. Hello. There he is. There's Dave. He's back. What the fuck? Okay, no, that was weird because that was weird because I just answered your call on my computer, which is also open on Skype on my computer, but I was still listening to you guys on my phone. Like I didn't know that I had. Well, you know that's that is pretty weird. Uh, so Kevin, continue your rip. You can rip Skype all you want from the tunnel that you're in. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think Jude should go with Morse code. I'll maybe go with uh, Indian smoke signals. Uh, Dave, Dave can just do some uh, some uh, monosyllabic or polysyllabic grunting, and, and Ralph can just stand around touting how awesome Skype is. It's. <laughs> I think Dave just fell over or knocked the dishes over. That's what it sounded like. But it was crystal clear. God damn it! You know what, Kevin? Though it's still. <laughs> This podcast is a fucking wreck. <laughs> it is. It is. The it's still better than when I interviewed Drew McGarry. Oh God, yeah. Boy, that that, that boy, that is the Hall of Fame of shit show podcasts. It is. That is, that's the that's the bar that we have to reach, Juge. And we're not there. We're not even. We're not even thirty percent of the way there. Although with Carrie Carrie sounding like he's in a in a death match with a with a garbage can, we're well on our way. Ralph, what I want to know is if you don't think Martez Wilson is the dumbest player on the Saints, then who by God could be? <sighs> who would it be? Roman Harper. No. Dave, what's going on with you, buddy? <laughs> Fighting an intruder now. He is. I think. <laughs> I think I just heard a toilet flush. 
That's a crystal. That's a crystal clear HD radio quality sound that you're getting only from Skype. Uh, if you act now, if you act now, you'll get a you'll get a free Sports Illustrated football phone. I don't know why you'd be getting a Sports Illustrated football phone for Skype, but hey, Skype's got a ton of free shit available for you. It does. Uh, Andrew, you asked me who the dumbest uh, who the dumbest Saints player was. If it's not Martez Wilson, that's a good that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't. That's a good question. Jeez, maybe maybe Corey White. He struggled a lot the first six weeks of last year, but he got better. So I don't know. Um, Kevin, who who would you say is the uh, is the dumbest Roman Saints Hart. player? Roman, Roman Hart. Hart. Yeah, I, I just. He tweets. He tweets that those platitudes way too goddamn much, and it just it just makes me wonder if he even has any sort of original thoughts in his head. Due to technical difficulties, we now move ahead in this podcast due to the incompetence of the host running Skype. You will receive a full refund, and please donate so this doesn't happen again. Way to fail, Ralph. Now Kevin has to go to work, and you took too much time throwing me on hold and hanging up on everyone with your beautiful technology, and now we don't have Kevin. Way to fail. Kevin had a Skype technology fail, but I topped him and went full retard and didn't know how to juggle the calls and merge them in when people were dropping. So uh, blame me. Kevin had a brilliant rant against Roman Harper that you don't get to hear because I fucked it all up. Um, fail. <laughs> fail. Um, speaking of fail, uh, <laughs> Dave, let's talk about the Saints um, safety issue last year. And even though it's only been a couple of practices – Yes. Uh, the media and fans are starting to get into pumped about Vaccaro and, and what's going on there. Um, you were out there for two days. What did you see for from the new the Saints' new draft pick, number one pick? Uh, I thought he looked good. I mean, I, I think that he's everything is advertised. Huh. Uh, um Davey there. See, <laughs> ah, people, this is why you need to donate money. This is why. And, you... and then there were two. And then there were two. And that is why you need to donate money. Fuck me in the balls. Juge, just, just. Just start talking. Just. Oh, my God. God, I can't believe I, you know, I don't, I, you know. Hello. Yeah. I'm, hello. hello. Hey, there's Dave. Yeah. Hey, I'm Andrew, you, are you still with us, Andrew? I'm still, I'm still here. Fantastic. I'm not even gonna edit. <laughs> I'm not even gonna edit it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put the two things together and we're going. 
And people, that's why you need to donate. You need to go to Chronic Podcast on Podbean. You need to donate because we need better technology or we need a training session for the host or both. For me and Kevin. You know, Kev, you know we've, had, we've had podcasts that have, you know, where the train goes off the rails, where the podcast goes off the rails. This podcast is like planet Earth falling out of the Milky Way. <laughs> this, this podcast makes that train driver in Spain that drove the train off the tracks at 120 miles an hour. <laughs> this podcast makes him yeah. look competent. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon. Well, probably, but whatever. We're at that we're at that point. And the sad thing is we're getting like 2000. That's what we do here. That's what we do here, Dave. And we get like this the sad thing is we're up to like 8000 listens a month. So we have like a pretty loyal audience that like likes to listen to us at work and avoid doing work during the week. And this week they're just going to be like, what the fuck is this? Sorry, so, guys. So anyway, Vaccaro, what's going on with him? Is he looking at – And it's the best show we've ever done. Uh, what, what, wait, so did I get cut off? You did. Oh, God, here we go again. Kenny Vaccaro thing? Yeah, you got cut off in your Kenny Vaccaro thing. And then you ma- and then you magically appeared again. So. Oh whatever. Well, I'm not saying it. That's, that's that's too bad because the end was really good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that. Happened. Andrew, where, what, what in your mind is the ceiling of this this the safeties that the Saints have, and what in your mind is is the absolute disaster? Uh, I think the absolute disaster is Jenkins and Harper starting and not performing very well and the Saints continuing to stick with them. Um, so for me, that's the disaster um, because I, <laughs> I, I feel like the Saints, I, I've seen that tandem play enough um, to feel like it's it's not cutting it. And I, I mean, I, it's just my personal feeling here. I, I think those guys need to be on a short leash. Um, both of them have underperformed pretty grossly, I think based on both their draft status and their contracts. So, uh, but there's a lot of optimism. I, I think the ceiling's pretty high, I, you know, and, and right now they're mixing and matching safeties. They're doing some weird formation things where you're sometimes seeing as many as three or four of them on the field at once. And, um, you know, if they can play to the strengths, I mean, Vaccaro shows some really nice things. I still think Isa abdul Kadus is the, is the best cover safety and the best play the best defender with the ball in the air of all of them potentially and i like what rafael bush showed last year um and that's not even talking about leonard the the veteran they signed so i, I you know I, as as much as i'm doomsday about linebackers uh, safety is probably the position on defense i feel the best about and i'm excited to see how it plays out so you know as far as the ceiling you know if Acaro and iaq get on the field enough i i feel like the ceiling is that, that unit being that, that position, the two safety spots being able to produce 10 turnovers, you know, between fumbles and strips and, and interceptions. I mean, I, I think this unit could be capable of that. You know, something like Caduce ends up with four picks and Vaccaro ends up with four picks and then maybe Rafael Bush has one and Jenkins has one or something like that. Um, or, you know, Roman Harper's blitzing gets a strip forces a couple fumbles something like that but um i think that's the ceiling and i think if if the saints defense gets that out of that of those two positions um then we'll see a major improvement for, for the for the whole whole unit um but uh, so i but i my fear is that they will stick with harper and jenkins 
and uh, we'll we'll just see that and com- the, we'll see the Saints committed to that regardless of what happens. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think it's going to be interesting in that this secondary has been it's been so bad for so long in my opinion the last two years you know it really got infused with Darren Sharper to a point and that made them successful um I just wonder for this defense Andrew where are the players that can give them good to great seasons because in 2009 let's be honest they got a great they got a great first 10 to 12 games out of Sharper then his knee sort of kind of gave him issues and he wasn't nearly even though they won the Super Bowl Darren Sharper in the Super Bowl in the playoffs wasn't nearly good as good as Darren Sharper was like week six or seven that year right um and then they got 11 of sacks from Will Smith and they got a sneaky good great year out of Jabari Greer who Saints most Saints fans the casual fans don't realize it but like football outsiders were like he was like it was Daryl Revis by himself in 09 and like the number two guy on some of their stats was Jabari Greer you know so yep. they got three really great year three really great years from three guys and that really propelled their defense to a certain extent and I wonder um uh if that who's who are the guys who are the guys that that's gonna be um <laughs> a truck is that dave yeah i'm calling from my computer fuck my phone all right dave so we got we got dave back so um so <laughs> skype i hate you so much <laughs> so Dave, I'm gonna ask you. Uh, we, me, and Andrew were just talking about the safeties, then. But, but, but your guy that you are like the the leader of the fan club has been really kicking some ass lately, uh, looking great and injuring players left and right. Mark Ingram, um, he's your <laughs> he, he's your guy. He's your guy, Dave. So, how excited are you over that? Uh, yeah, it'd be nice if he took out players from, from other teams <laughs> and not necessarily some of our, our other, our defensive guys. Um, I, I didn't really get a good, good look at, I, I think it's a waste of time really to look at running backs during training camp. Uh, you know, they're not tackling and, you know, all that stuff. So it's always really hard to tell how they look. But, uh, I mean, it's just good to know that he's healthy. It's good to know that uh, the Saints and Peyton seem to have a renewed interest in really utilizing him and, and their running back. So uh, I'm definitely excited for the Saints running game this, this season. I think it's going to be much improved. But is, is do you th- – how much of that – where's Ingram – do you think if I – I think Ingram gets a lot of touches. I think Ingram gets a lot of touches. Please. I mean, I, everybody now that they've gotten rid of Chris Ivory, uh, you know, now there's just three running backs to rotate uh, in for the most part, and they all kind of do their own different thing, and they all have their own unique, their unique thing. I mean, I think when it, when when the Saints are gonna want a between the tackles sort of north south power guy, they're gonna give it to Mark Ingram and only Mark Ingram. All right, Dave. 
if I was in Vegas and I had a hundred dollars and I said a hundred dollars, who's leading the Saints in rushing? Are you putting it on your boy Ingram? Um, in rushing. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I I, I will say that. Uh, I do think he. I think just in total yardage, um, and I think that just because, <laughs> just because I'm reading Kevin Held's tweet <laughs> that he just put up. <laughs> he said, Tonight's podcast. Holy shit! <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. That's good promotion. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. I mean, just because I think he's probably gonna get. Uh, a lot of late if, if the Saints are up, you know, in the fourth quarter, I think he's gonna get a lot of those touches. Uh or or a good amount of those touches. Um so yeah, I, I think he's I yes, I, I would put money on Mark Ingram. I am confident in that. Andrew, do you agree with Mark Ingram leading the Saints in rushing? I think so. As long as he stays healthy. Um, you know, obviously there's less margin for error with injury with Ivory gone now. So there's less depth, so um, but yeah, I think if he if he stays healthy and gives the Saints 16 games, and Pierre Thomas gives him 16 games, and Sproles gives him 16 games, in a perfect world, um, I think Ingram's getting the most carries and the most yards. Um, but there was one question I think you were about to ask me uh, before you jumped to Dave, which was a good one, um, and you were kind of I think you were getting to the question that was which defensive players have to have great seasons yes. this year for the defense to improve? Is that yes, that's exactly okay. it. So uh, I, I did want to at least give my take on it because it's it, – I mean, ultimately, it, the, the, I think the season really does hinge on this defense's ability to improve on last year. And if they can do that, um, then the Saints are going to be more successful as a team. So that's the key. And, and if you're isolating it down to the individual players that are going to make a difference, for me, um, one – one guy that I think is definitely in the mix in terms of having a huge season is Junior Gallette. I think that the 3-4 switch was in large part due to his skills and his ability, and I think they said, you know what, he's one of our best young talents on the team, and we're switching to this scheme so we can get him on the field more doing what he does best, and that's rushing the passer. So um, if, for me, he's got to have eight sacks minimum this year, absolute minimum. Junior Gallet has to have eight sacks this year. Um, so that that's definitely one guy that I think has to have a big season. You know, Vaccaro's young, but for, for the team to do well, I think he's going to have to come in his rookie season and play very well. Um, and the last guy I'm going to throw out there is John Jenkins because I, I just feel like the 3-4 works best with, with a really good nose tackle. Um, and if he can come in and, and beat out Broderick Bunkley and actually play, nose tackle and play it well and do a good job the rest of the defense is going to be able to make plays based on that you know that that really sets up if he can eat double teams and take the line's attention it will open up the ability for everyone else to make plays the last guy i'll mention is lofton lofton doesn't really need to do anything special he just needs to tread water um i think if lofton can give the saints the exact same season he gave them last year in a different scheme, that's a huge win, and the Saints need that. Dave, anybody – of those three, is there anybody else that you were like, no, I think I think, I think think this is a guy that's, that needs to have it, that, he, that needs to be in those three? Who needs to have a really good season? Yeah. Is there, any, is there anybody uh, – Drew, yeah, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing that out there for you guys. Think about that for a little bit. He's not going to have a good season, Dave, because he's a horrible, horrible tipper. 
He's a, wait, why is he a horrible tipper? Who said that? It was on the dirty.com that he had a $74 bill and he left left a $3 tip. And the Ooh. and the, and the wait and the waitress photographed the uh the 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 bill and and tweeted it out. So everybody's wow. like, but you know I'm what? Sure that that bitch probably deserved. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so, but at that point, why go three? Why not just not tip? That's true. That's true. Because the three kind of hurts a little more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you should leave cents. Like, it should be like 307. Yeah, like you just... Like if you really want to be insulting, you leave some pennies in there. Yeah, like if it's the bill's like 72, 72.40, you leave like 60 cents to round it up to 75. <laughs> um. I do that all the time. Is that not cool? <laughs> I mean, I, from what I know, waitresses hate that. Serious. Waitresses hate that. <sighs> is that is it not cool to do that? Because I do that all the time. Do fucking not, servers not. hate me now because I do that? Absolutely. They probably do. All right, let's uh, let's try to wrap this oh, tight. Like, sorry, wrap this tight this Titanic of a podcast up. Um, Dave. What do you have um, for going on in training camp special the next week or so? Which, by the way, people, if you want to get all your Saints news and know what's good, just go to Canal Street Chronicles. They have the recap of they they post all the features of all the different websites, Twitter. You have it all in one nice, neat place. So you can just go there in the morning or whenever you post the Florida links and get all your training camp news. But, Dave, do you have anything interesting coming up that people need to check out? This week. <laughs> or have you. Um, go on what? Uh, or, I mean, anything worth, like, fantastic that people need to come and join and see? Um, no, not, not, not really in particular. I mean, hopefully, maybe I'll get a chance to make it out to training camp some more and take some pictures and make observations or whatever, but uh, I don't know what we've got coming up. Okay. Uh, nothing, nothing too huge, but you know, just your typical coverage. You got Somebody, a podcast with a lot of technical difficulties going to get posted pretty soon. I can see that. Um, yeah. And you know what? Somebody, somebody on Twitter is telling me that Martez Wilson, I, I swear to you that Martez Wilson injured himself when he hit Mark Ingram's helmet. Um, Somebody also said Raphael Bush, though, but that doesn't make sense. Andrew, if that's true that Mark Ingram injured another Saints linebacker, um, should they start taking preventive steps in practice? Yeah, I mean, at some point... Ingram's a killer. He's a killer. (laughs) I mean, at some point, you have to start thinking conspiracy theory. You know, he went to Alabama. He played for Nick Saban. You know, LSU, most Saints fans are LSU fans, and you have to wonder um, if Mark Ingram's sole purpose in life is to sabotage the Saints, um, which he did a pretty good job of at the early part of last year based on his performance on the field. Um, So, you know, at some point you have to start wondering if if he's getting paid off or if he's got malintent. (laughs) (laughs) I think on that note, we will end this podcast. Um Worst worst podcast ever? No, no. The the, the the Drew McGarry interview is the worst podcast ever because 
uh, it was actually a decent big time guest that we managed to wrangle. And the technical quality, as Kevin Held has called it, is sounded like I interviewed Drew McGarry from the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> when did this happen? Uh, I think it was probably going like last summer. Oh, okay. Like, like, cause he had he had done the he had done one of his books, and I got him to do it, and it was it was just uh uh as as it was as bad of all the only way it could the, the audio quality could have been worse was if um it was on a record player from like 1925. So if that's a 10, this is a eight. This is about. This is about a yeah. It's about an eight. This is about okay. an eight for tech for technical for technical malfeasance. It's a solid run for its money. Yeah. So we have so we, we have know you know we have these. We usually have these um right about this time as we you know the Saints are trying to get into season form and so are we. But uh, that's the reason why you need to go to the website, click on the PayPal button, and like Andrew said last week, no donation is too small. Just donate two dollars, three dollars. And then when we hit the goal, just like, don't leave like cents. Yeah, don't 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 <laughs> donate like thirty cents. Because apparently that's frowned upon. It is frowned upon. God damn it! I'm such a douchebag. <laughs> well, I could have told you that. <laughs> and on that note, for Dave Cariello, our fearless leader, for Andrew Juge, for Kevin Held, who had so many technical issues, we won't go into them, but it's all my fault. Kevin, I apologize. Please don't melt down on Twitter. Uh, so long until next week. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.